Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a brand new show for a brand new day. It's Tuesday, January 24th, year 2023, the year of Larry. How did you gain all the weight? Um, Just eating a lot. Yeah. The in-depth interview stylings <laughs> of Larry King. Right oh, there. hell, Larry. It is right to give Larry thanks and praise. <laughs> Just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. I was just saying to the four-star generals who are joining us live here in the Batcave as we record, yeah. today's program is so jam-packed. Yeah, just overflowing. Just look look at this ream of paper. Oh, that's... Like, I'm reamed. It's a third of a ream I got right a there. ream. I'm getting reamed with gonna, all this show. You're going to have to go to Staples tomorrow and get a new ring. I feel like we're doing everything we've ever done on the show in one day. Wow. Let me tell you a little... It's like an annual, the old comic book annual. That's right, with all the back issues yeah. all jammed together. Let me tell you how great today's show is. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, first of all, we're giving away some artwork. That's right. Thanks to everyone who donated to their own favorite charity over the weekend. We made it a dealer's choice. Hmm. When it came to donations, because the art, of course, is the fish dealer, Eddie Pence's <laughs> rendering of a man at a gaming table uh, dealing with fish instead of cards. <laughs> That's the art we're going to be giving away on today's Ralphle. Thank you so much to everyone who donated. We will thank you by name and then pull a name out of the charity Ralph Report Fishbowl. Mm -hmm. Because the live show is happening for the four-star generals, whenever that happens, we like it to make it the show. We like it to make it. We like it to make it. We like we it make to make it. Like it. We, we like, like it and make it. We like to make it this, <laughs> the episode where we do Drawn in 60 Seconds oh. so that the four stars can get a little sneak peek mm. at what Eddie Pence does with the pen and paper, the magic that he renders. Such magic. Uh, so we're going to be doing a brand new Drawn in 60 Seconds today oh, as well. Exciting. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. Okay. Take a look at a TV theme song from a uh, famous television show. The show today, most famous for being one of the worst television shows in history what i believe tv guide ranked it number 12 in the worst 100 television shows in tv wow. history so we will be featuring that I'm excited on today's show uh entertainment news tongue twister tuesday oh my god you're right this is every right? we've ever done Jesus. phone calls just so much goddamn show we should shoehorn a garmy game show into this one 15 cents a day you what a but I'm losing money on this show. <laughs> That's how much show is packed in here. So, uh, like I said, we got to jump right into it. I want to start with something we talked about yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, we were reviewing Eddie Pence's origin story when it comes to the Ralph Report. And I told the story basically of how I chose Eddie to uh, sit across the table from me here. And I mentioned to you that uh, one of our great Garmy members, Rob Lichter, had taken upon himself to go through the entire first year's worth of Ralph reports. That's crazy. As an anniversary present to the show. 
and he pulled audio for each and every different thing we did on that show. So we've got a uh, compilation of all the first time jingles were used. Wow. We've got a compilation of all the foods that we tried to feed you in the first year. We've got <laughs> multiple compilations that Rob put together beautifully, and I will be using that audio uh, coming up. We'll, right. be, uh, we'll be revisiting something Very since we are celebrating sort of still our fifth year anniversary. Yeah. So he was kind enough to pull this together. This is Eddie Pence, the very first appearance of Eddie Pence. And this is how I described <laughs> how Eddie got on the show. Okay. Now, I gave you the real deal yesterday. I told you the thought process that went into it and how I asked Eddie to join the show. And he agreed. And we, we thought we would try it out. But we did what they call a soft open. Yes. We didn't want to jar people by saying, hey, he's a new guy in the show. Here he is. Yeah. So uh, in retrospect... I poorly acted as if Eddie was just a guy who stopped by and we just threw him into the mix. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone believed this story. <laughs> it, must, it must have been so transparent. I'm walking by, you look out the window. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, here is the very first time Eddie Pence was ever heard wow. on an episode of The Ralph Report way back in May of the year 2018. That's wow. how long it's My been. God. So here's Eddie Pence's origin. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to the Ralph Report for a Wednesday. It is the 23rd of May. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. I'm not alone, by the way. I had a buddy of mine drop by, and I said, I'm just about to record the Ralph Report. Why don't you sit in? So please give a warm Ralph Report welcome to the amazing Mr. Eddie Pence. Hey, Eddie, how are you, hey, sir? Hey, thanks for having me, Ralph. Thanks for being here. Eddie is a... Uh, very funny comedian and actor and writer and producer. And what else do you do, Ed? Oh, I apparently just roam your neighborhood. Yes, so. apparently. He's just coming over. <laughs> well, he just stop by. And I said, sit in with me. Hey, get out of my backyard. Give me some company <laughs> while we do the Ralph Report. Before so I it's a pleasure police. to have you here today as my co-host. Or since your last name is Pence, maybe you should be my vice host. Yeah, I shall be your vice host, yeah. let's. Anyway, Eddie's going to sit in and keep me company today. And uh, I'm happy to have it. There it is. That's And a legend was born. Oh, I don't remember any of that. I don't it's either. so weird. I don't either. I don't remember. Us. I remember the, the idea of where, like, I'm just walking by and you invited me. You in. remember the bad acting we did trying to pretend you just stopped by my house <laughs> and I just happened to be recording a podcast? As if you ran your show that way. Like, oh, you want to sit in? Come on in. Whatever. <laughs> As if I wouldn't say, dude, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm trying to do a show. Fuck off. Oh, and God. who told you where I live? That's Get what out I, of here. That's You're what I would have said in. in real life. So there you go. The first words ever uttered. 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 That's that's kind of when Eddie utters, he utters. First words ever uttered. That by was weird. Eddie sounding. Pence on the show. So more flashback moments ahead. Thanks to Rob Lichter. I'll be pulling stuff out. What is happening with you? Periodically. Periodically. Not spiriotic. Spiriotically. Sparingly. No. Periodically. Let's jump into the Ralphle, you guys. You generous bastards. We love it. Every week, we ask you to dig deep into your pockets and donate to a worthy cause, and you never disappoint. That's why we do our raffles every week. Again, as I mentioned, the artwork this week is Eddie Pence's rendering of a fish dealer. And because it was a dealer, I thought it'd be fun to do dealer's choice, meaning that you could donate to any charity that is important to you. Usually, we uh, pick one, pick the charity, or at least pick a uh, an area yes. that we think should be serviced by uh, right. by donations. 
people are allowed to go off the board sometimes. Right. If we're doing a food charity or something, we let yeah. them pick a... Different countries have different sort of charities set up. And right, like exactly. That. But this was just whatever you wanted. Just yeah. make a donation to any worthy charity. We would enter you into the Ralph Report charity fishbowl. And uh, you guys responded, as you always do. So I want to thank you, each and every one of you by name. $10 donations starting with Ben Kenber. Ben, thank you so much. Very kind of you. Hillary Brewster also donated $10. Steve Rogers with a $10 donation. Jeremy Bienvenue. Welcome in Bienvenue. Welcome. <laughs> Just swallow a hard candy. $20 donations from Jody and Chosty. She donated to the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. Great charity. Yes, it is. Louis Romo donated to the Seattle Children's Hospital. Thank you, Louis. Paul Correa with the uh, Forgotten Children Charity, another great charity. All $20 donations. Travis Thurman sent money to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And uh, you can't can yeah. hardly pick a better charity yeah. than that. I can't watch their fucking commercials, though, anymore. They got to do something about those. <laughs> They're all over the internet. Every time I'm on YouTube trying to pull a clip for the show, first thing that pops up, doom, doom, doom. you know, when you hear the word cancer, you don't think of your child. And they got some kid in a bed. Right. And I can, and I start to well up, and I I can't cope with those commercials well, anymore. They used to do it at, in movie theaters. Yeah, I when, know. Before the movie came on, and then like you're walking down, you're like, oh, I guess I got to give money because in front of everybody. Late night television, just St. Jude, just yeah. kicking the balls. They do. They know where if to go. If I if I promise to donate, will you stop showing the commercials, St. <laughs> Jude? They're just too tragic. Anyway, uh, where was I? Paul Korea. Uh, no, Travis Thurman. Thank you so much, Travis. Lucien Cota. We finally Lucien. learned how to pronounce her name. Lucien Cota. Lucien Cota. She was last week's winner, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Wasn't she? Well, she was part of it. Maybe she lost. She but lost I, the Ralphle? No, not the Ralph. Oh, I thought the Garmy Game Show. No, I think she was the... Lucien uh, Cota? She was the Ralphle winner. I think Maybe. we sent her your artwork. I don't remember. No, you don't. She got the chickens. She got the full oh, the, the chickens. Uh, okay. Yeah. Why do I ask you anything? I don't know. Mario Plazola with a $25 donation as well. Uh, Mike Verizema. Thank you, Mike, with a $25 donation. C uh, Cindy McConavon. 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 Cindy McConavon. Thank you so much, Cindy. <laughs> Rob Wintler Cox, Nathan Curtis, and uh, Jahan McConavon. Jahan McConavon. Oh, it's from the McConavons. Yes. Both of them. The couple. $25 donations. They could be brothers. Their husband and wife. Okay, I didn't want to gross them out. John reached out to me and he said, Cindy also donated. So you just you just put one of our names no. in the, uh, the 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 fishbowl. We don't want to we don't want to screw up the the odds. They're very considerate. The, the McConvons the are nice. They're very nice people. Craig Weissman also with a $20, $25 donation. Freddie gave us a $30 donation. $37 donated by Melissa Houston. Very specific very amount. Very specific. She uh, sent her money to the Cambridge Food Bank. Thank you so much, Melissa. Don't give them 40. Elizabeth, well, sometimes they, they ask you, <laughs> will you donate another $2? I guess. For, Bleed me dry. For um, um, administrative costs yeah. or something so like that. So it's 35. And so instead of 35, they yeah. tack on a couple extra oh, I'm bucks. I'm just saying. Could have been 40. They all came out of her pocket. Okay. Elizabeth Emerald, thank you, Elizabeth, <laughs> for your $50 donation. Damn. David Ernst. Aaron Adams, Peter W.G., Jeffrey Seda, Peter J. Morse, Melanie Michaud, mm -hmm. or Michaud. Michaud. I got to find Michaud. out how to say it because every week I say it's either Melanie Michaud or Michaud. Mm. 
I believe it's in French. If, yeah, it's a, but if Michel. it's a French name, it's Michel. 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 I'm sure probably. Uh, Queen J, you're in the room. Isn't a D at the end of something? <laughs> you're, you know French. You speak some French. Michel. Isn't Michel. it Michel? Isn't it with a D at the end? Michel? It would be Michel, Michel right? Because the D yeah. is silent in French. Michaud. So it's in French, it's silent. It's Michaud. But maybe she Americanized it. Maybe she did. She lives on Wilshire, for Michaud. God's sake. She's like, ah, I'm Melanie Mickout. Like, I'm a Mickout. I'm a Mickout. Long line of Mickouts. Uh, Gisela Mahler. Andrea Larkin with a $55 Damn, donation. Always bringing it. Thank you, Andrea. I think Andrea's in the uh, in the uh, four-star live watch party. Hi. Hi, Andrea. Thank you so much. Uh, Topher Sheckler. I know Topher's out there watching, too. He donated $69. See what he did? Yeah. See? It's a sex position. That's oral sex. That's sex. It's two people That's having oral sex <laughs> at the same time. Right. With the same, with each other. <laughs> right. I thought that was given, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Judy Wang, thank you so much for your $100 donation to the Institute for Human Services, Hawaii. Sounds uh, like the human fund. Seinfeld. Right. Sounds a little suspect to me. <laughs> you might want to look at their books before you for that check clears. The human fund. Uh, Linda Golden also donated a hundred dollars, like she does practically every week. I know. Week. She's just so kind. So is Sean Barger, also with another one hundred dollar donations. Uh, Scott Hamlin donated one hundred and five dollars uh, to Friends and Helpers. That's the uh, great charity that uh, Kevin Ryder from the old Kevin and Bean oh, Show. Okay. He and his ex-wife uh, run that together. Timothy Ridley. Timmy. Timmy. There in Australia, he donated $192. I think that's probably a uh, an issue with the transaction. Okay. The uh, the difference yeah. between the Australian you get dollar that close to 200. and the American dollar. I think it just, weird, it just works out weird. That's all. <laughs> and lastly, with $200 donation, Michael Bolster. Dude, he always drops 200 He... Has All the bank. time. This guy. Mike's rolling it. I think he has probably jeweled teeth. <laughs> I can only imagine that's how he can afford just Fuck. to just make it rain just, every time we have one of these raffles. dropping Benjamins all the time. He is a good man, and he uh, gives a lot of money to charity, so thank you so much. So thanks to everyone who donated. We truly appreciate it. If you total it all up, the Garmy in their intimate, <laughs> not intimate at all. Intimate. Well, the 69 was intimate. In their ultimate, ultimate generosity. Wow. How'd you get those mixed up? I don't know. I've been drinking. I love to ride on the drinking board. When the four stars are in the hizzy, like mm. the kids say, yes. I give myself permission to booze it up a little bit. Okay. And okay. I happened to prep the show a little bit earlier than usual today. So I said, oh, all right. I got some time waiting for Eddie Pence to show up. I'm going to pour myself a cocktail. <laughs> one became one and a half. And ultimate came intimate. And ultimate became intimate. Uh, when you total it all up, we get the grand total of. Oh, hey, that's Russ, the, how you doing? It's been that's, in the, that's the, the wrong. That's, um, that's a, hey, that's hey, a phone call. Doing? This is for you. Yeah, that's not. Uh, I had a caller announce the total. That's not. I should. <laughs> the grand total of. Leave that in, Gilbert. That's fine. <laughs> sometimes, I think sometimes people need to know that I'm human too. Yes. That I'm. Not I'm perfect. capable. Of making mistakes just like anyone else. I think it reassures right. people 
Because I'm sure most of the time, a, people are like, oh. oh my God, is he yeah. is he just this perfect saint who especially, does everything right all the yeah. time? Especially this show. It's so clean to be up I to know, that point. I know. So I, I need people to know I'm just like them. <laughs> if you total it all up, You get $1,446. Damn. Impressive. I'm sorry. I was mid-dream there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. You guys are the best. You know what we do now? Let me go grab it. It's over here. Yeah, it is. We take everybody's name who donated, mm -hmm. and we write it in a little slip of paper. Mm -hmm. And then... Yep, can't fake that sound. We put it here inside the Ralph Report Charity Fishbowl. The official fishbowl. Everybody's name's in here. There it is. And what we did... I want to right. fist I it. Know. I want to put my fist in it I so bad. <laughs> all I want to do. What we like to do is have the, mm. the artist himself dig deep into the bowl and pick out the winner's name. I'm going to mix them up because I don't want anyone thinking there's any tomfoolery or shenanigans and going the on here. McVan Vans or whatever the name was. <laughs> two of them in here. All right. Mmm. There we go. All right. Right in Eddie's fist oh. right now is the lucky name of today's winner. Let's find out. Daddy Big Bucks, Michael Bolster. Yay! Look at that. How appropriate. That was weird given his generosity yeah. and you didn't like you didn't palm that or anything no right? i didn't palm anything you're not some kind of magician or something are you if i was I let do, me see the name and let me see the I actual do name so better things with my time than that so you're not just yeah that's that what it says. michael bolster michael bolster right there michael congratulations you get eddie pence's rendering of a man dealing fish well worth <laughs> your 200 <laughs> donation <laughs> what more could you ask for seems sadder now yeah it does mm. But he's got all kinds of money. That's he's got, true. He's got real Picassos and Van Goghs hanging in his <laughs> in his salon. You know, he doesn't care about your art. He doesn't. He's just doing it because it's the he's right thing to do. He's going to wipe his butt with that. That's right. That's what he's going to do. When he runs out of hundreds. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much. Keep your eyes peeled and we'll be sending that your way. All right. Speaking of the artwork, as I mentioned, since the four stars are joining us for a live watch party today i thought it would be smart to jump right in and have eddie pence do a uh do another piece of art for us mm. we call it drawn in 60 seconds because we give him simply 60 seconds with pen to paper in order to come up with something magical and then of course we raffle that off for charity it's time for drawn in 60 seconds Hey Ralph, how you doing? It's Ben in the the Valley. Um, hey Eddie, how you doing too? This is hey. for you actually. Um, so drawn in sixty seconds. I'm sure I'm not the only one that has uh, suggested this. I'm not sure if it's considered cheating because Eddie already has the uh, idea in his head, but Howell-in-Chief would be incredible. Love you. Give it back. Yeah, it's a howl to the chief, howl not the, the howl-in-chief. <laughs> it's a play on hail to sounds the like chief. A, sounds like a villain in an old Western movie. Howl-in-the-chief. Howl-in-chief. Um, for those who aren't familiar, Eddie Pence has a brilliant idea for a low-budget horror film called Howl to the Chief yes. about America inadvertently electing a werewolf into the presidency. They've done worse. 
I, I, I think it's brilliant. Eddie will never get around to doing anything nope. with it. <laughs> That's how good it is. It's so good that it's the last thing Eddie Pence is focusing on. Because that's how he runs his career. That's how you do it, man. He's busy doing night, nights at the 10-room ha-ha hut in his friend's basement and over at Oaks Tavern. Oaks Tavern, man. I'm a legend. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the surefire smash hit blockbuster. Blockbuster, make for $10 million, make $400 million movie yeah, idea. We'll see. That's just... We'll pull, kick that can down the that's, road a little that's, bit. That's sitting in the bag with his dirty underwear in his car. <laughs> Howl to the Chief. Now, we did have a great Garmy member who already put together excellent poster. an excellent poster for that. Yeah. And this takes nothing away from that. But I think, and this is not the first time we've had this ask, I think there are people who would like to see Eddie take his own spin on his character of the uh, werewolf president from Howl to the Chief. So you don't have to make like a movie poster like he did. You can do right. any interpretation okay. of that. Maybe it's a, some storyboarding from for the movie or something. You can just sketch that out. What we do is give him a timer that's exactly 60 seconds long, and at the end of that, we all get to take a look uh, here with the four stars, and then we will post it, of course, later. You good to go? I think so. Howl to the Chief? Howl to the Chief. And while I do this, when we play the uh, timer, I usually uh, talk to you guys about something that's on my mind, so uh, here we go. I've been watching a series of videos on YouTube. I got sucked down this rabbit hole with a kid out of uh, Oxford I want to say his name is Alan O'Connor. I think it is. Anyway, his specialty is logic and rationality. And he goes on and he debunks a lot of these pundits and these people that are out there in the world spreading all kinds of crazy theories and, um, you know, engaging in the culture war and this, that, or the other. And he does it with such simplicity and clear language that even I can understand it. And as I watched it, I realized, I mean, I started to binge watch it because I think we're all starving this day. Well, not all of us, but some of us are starving for a world where reason and logic win out. We're all so much, and this is me included, victims of our own emotions lately that we could all use a little bit more reason and logic, I think, in our lives. It's fun to uh, engage in that. Yes. Speaking of things that are fun to engage he's in. He's on the roof howling. And <laughs> Show the four salsa, stars. Salsa. This is, see, that's an interesting take. We it, It's mostly White House. Mostly White House. Mostly White House. But if you look at the top by the full moon, you'll see the president whizzing off of the roof of the White House. Well, I, I did there two. There had to be a penis. Well, I did two in a row without a penis. I know. You were aching for a penis. And this one needed a penis. Yes. So that's the howl to the chief. So there you go. Eddie Pence he has is... a bladder issue when he howls. <laughs> he howls and he pees. Maybe he's howling because he's got a UTI He or could something. have a UTI. Maybe it's painful urination. And people think he's an aggressive werewolf, but he's not. He's he just, just has a just, UTI. He's just burning. He's just got the clap. So he gets some cranberry juice and he's actually an effective leader. Clean that right up. <laughs> that's today's Drawn in 60 Seconds. Drawn in 60 Seconds. Starring Eddie Pence. On Tuesdays, we like to test ourselves and see how well our mouths work. What? We're going to test and see how well our like mouths how work. Sounds. We need to rephrase We're going to do Tongue Twister Tuesday. Mm. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because there's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. 
So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be. For Tiddly Tom's Mr. Tuesday. All right, yesterday we were talking about edamame. Yes. We were talking about soybeans. Yes. And we were asking whether Eddie would eat that or not. Turns right. out Eddie does eat edamame. I do. Um, when I think edamame, of course, I think uh, sushi. Yeah, me too. When I think sushi, mm-hmm. naturally, I also think sake. Sake. Because uh, I love me some sake. Oh, remember that one show you did? So drunk on sake. So drunk. You were, that's the drunkest I think I've ever seen you. That was the drunkest I think I've ever done the show. <laughs> and that's saying something. Yeah. Because here's the thing about sake. Sake. Is that it goes down so easy. Yeah, dude. It doesn't taste like nothing, apparently. And usually I chase it with a beer, too. Right, so you so got that's... you got a Sapporo going, and you got a nice big bottle of sake, sake. going at the same time. <laughs> and before you know it, you're in the bag. Dude, man, you were in the bag. You were under a bag. There was a big filled bag of drunk people, and you were laying under that bag. So uh, Seth Kano wrote in with today's tongue twister in reference to sake, sake. the Japanese... Rice wine. Now, most wines mm-hmm. are made from fermented fruit. Okay. You know, grapes. Rotten fruit. No. Yes. G- grapes and apples and things like that. Right. They ferment it in a controlled setting. Right. And, 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 and so the sugars in the fruit eventually ferment and become alcohol. Uh-huh. That's how you get wine. Right. But in Japan, they ferment glutinous rice. Oh. And so that's how the sugars from that gets transformed into alcohol by yeast. Uh, yeast. And so that's how you get sake. Sake. And Seth Kano thought it would be a fun tongue twister for us to engage in today. Simple three-word tongue twister. Okay. White rice wine. Oh, that's hard to just say. Rice wine. Mm. Because sake Sake. is a rice wine and uh, it's white as well. Okay, all right. Three times in a row, speed is of the essence. I will go first. Here we go. White rice wine, right, right. <laughs> white rice wine, white. Stop doing that. <laughs> Stop doing that. Stop doing that. <laughs> Remember, you're going next. I know. So whatever you dish out, <laughs> may it come back tenfold okay. to your home. Wow. Wow. White rice wine, right, right. <laughs> this is impossible. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no. This is not impossible. I can do this. I'm a professional. I'm a broadcaster. I swear. I swear. I'm a professional broadcaster. <laughs> okay. White rice wine. White rice wine. <laughs> Start selling Scooby-Doo. Right, right, wine. <laughs> like Zoing Scoob. Let's get some sake. Sake. White rice wine. <laughs> This is impossible to say once. No, this is stupid. This is three words. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Deep, relaxing breath. There you go. And, okay, wow. Big lungs. You know what they say? Big shoes, big lungs. White rice wine, white rice wine. White rice wine, white rice wine. White rice wine, white rice wine, rice rice wine. <laughs> white rice wine, white rice wine, right? White rice wine, white rice wine, white rice wine, right? 
white rice wine, white rice wine, white rice wine. Oh, oh fuck. Just give it to yourself. Just, yeah, you did it, man. You did it. Good job, Timmy. Good job, little Timmy. You did it, buddy. I didn't do it. You did it. It's not little, possible. Give you a little pat on the head. It's not possible. Whew. If you get this right, I'll give you a $20 bill. Oh, my God. Okay, now a there's money on the line. $20 oh. bill. Mm. I don't know if it'll be crisp or not. It's in my... It's in my will it be my, rolled up? It's in my garage. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's dollar bills. Dollar bills. Oh, okay. mm. All right. White rice wine, white rice wine, white rice wine. Did you just do that? I think I just did it. Did he just do that? Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Give me that 20. Fuck mm. me. I take Venmo or PayPal. All right, I'm going to go get the $20 bill right now. Please, okay. We'll be right back. Please hold. <laughs> know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. And we're back. So here it is. Look at that. There it is. Crisp $20 bill. I might frame it. <sighs> then I'll use it, but I'll frame it first. You're not going to frame no, it. No, I'm going to use it. That'll, you're going to go get quarters and go put it in a laundry machine. <laughs> Need it for my underwear. This what the of, fuck was that? Right? I'm not going to make it home. What is going on? That's why no one likes you. <laughs> oh, might be my all-time favorite moment of the show. Yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> it's inexplicable. All right, let's move on. The better things. Oh, that means God. the Garmy. We love it when you reach out to us, especially when you leave your voicemail messages. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. The Ralph Report Hotline. Just got to dial up that number. one 833 Hi, Ralph. Did you know, I was like stunned because I couldn't believe it actually happened. It took me a while to process the fact that you had actually done that in one. It's like when someone hits like a 67-yard field goal. You're like, that didn't go, that didn't go through. That's, That's short. It can't be. Leave your voicemail messages, anything that's on your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments. I listen to them all. And then I grab a handful and we put them here in a segment called Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's going to play your calls now and see what's on your mind. Blip, 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 blah. Love hearing from the winners of the Garmy Game Show. Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Steve, Queen Jay with the Magic, and of course, Gilbert and the Garmy. This is Paul Moon from West Jordan, Utah, four-star <laughs> general and winner of the Ralph Report coffee mug and shot glass, which I promise will get many uses, but not with Jello. Ralph, the song you sang when announcing my name had me laughing so hard. I love that's where your mind went when you heard my name being read out loud. It really made my week and definitely added to the excitement of being picked as a winner for the Garmy Game Show. Eddie, thanks for making your way through Klingon or an Indian cuisine dish for the win. And to you, I say, Modzka. 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 Ralph, thank you so much for giving us the Ralph Report. Uh, this podcast really means so much, and 
that brings me happiness every day. Um, it's a great feeling to be a part of such a wonderful sharing and hilarious community with the Garmy. But anyways, Ralph and crew have a great week. And now it's my turn to say, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Thank you, Paul. What a nice, Very uh, nice. nice message. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate that. Um, yesterday I used a word and a bunch of people came at me for my, my pronunciation of that what? word. And I didn't know it could be pronounced any other way. Hmm. We were talking about soybeans again. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned now that a certain, um, I don't want to say the word because okay. we're going to talk about it, but a certain, uh, art tool. Okay. Instead of making it out of petroleum wax these days, they make it out of soybean because the colors are sharper and it's it's better for the environment. Yeah. And a lot of people came at me the way I pronounce this word. Hey, uh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What did you say? Crayons? You said crayons. Okay. Crayons. How are we supposed to say it? I had no idea, but apparently this is like a big debate between Crayon. people about how they say it. I've always said crayon. All over the internet, there's people debating how you pronounce crayon. This is a crayon. Crayon. Two syllables. Okay, this is an orange crayon. Crayon is how you say it. This is an orange crayon. This is a crayon. A crown goes on your head. It's a crayon. This is an orange crayon. This is a crayon. I'm supposed to say what this is. It's a crayon. It's a Crayola crayon. All right, I say crayon. This is an orange crayon or orange crayon. Which one? Crayon. Some people say crayon. Like when, when Colton was little and was first learning to speak in preschool and they were giving him like the, he was playing with crayons. He would call them crayons. Crayons. That's what he would say. But then once he learned to speak... He said crayon. Apparently, this is a hotbed of controversy. I've never called it a crayon. Between people who say crayon and people who say crayon. But it's got O-N at the end. Crayon. 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 Crayon? I never knew there was the least bit of controversy Wouldn't it be A-N then? Crayon? I, I, I have no answer for you. That's, I only knew the way I knew. That's weird. So what I did was I went to the source. Uh -huh. And I said, I wonder how the folks at Crayola how they pronounce it in their advertisements and in their uh, hmm. their videos, their promotional videos. So here's one of them. We live in the home of the brave, land of the free, of creative thinkers, dreamers, and inventors. Where a mountain's majesty can be purple, screaming green, or cadet blue. Where the great American crayon is made for great American imaginations. Prepare your kids now for back to school with Crayola. The box of crayons where the reds, whites, blues, and all the colors are made in the USA. If Crayola says crayon, it's good enough yeah. for me. I mean, the client would correct the it's voiceover. Crayon, on it. Exactly. And from that commercial, you can tell that's the goddamn American way to say it, crayon. too. So if you say crayon, you're a pinky commie bastard. <laughs> Not a pinky commie. Pinky commie. A pinko. Pinko. Commie bastard. I wonder if it's regional. Maybe. Because hmm. I thought that, too. When they start calling me out, I was like, oh, is that a Philadelphia thing? Oh, no, I say I crayon. Anyway, Crayola says it. So, below me. Mm. <laughs> Not you. Oh. Uh, we were talking about John Cooperman earlier. Yeah. Was that which is the four stars, or did we mention that? I think uh, that was in the pre -show. actual show. pre-show. Anyway, Cooperman. People are like, whatever happened to Cooperman? Where's Cooperman? Oh, he's still around. Ralph Garman, it's John Cooperman. Hey, just wanted to wish you a happy anniversary. 
That's a great accomplishment. Thank you. I've been, I'm happy that I've heard every single episode. Thank you. Uh, you know, you mentioned on Friday's episode that there's going to be a poster at the live show of you yep. and Eddie yes, of and Steve mm. and Queen Jay. Yes. I think you forgot somebody, Ralph. Don't think so. I think so. you forgot me. Oh, I feel left gosh. out. What the hell, man? <sighs> Come on, you put me on the poster. I mean, I was only part of the highest rated Ralph report ever. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you tried to kill me. Why, why, why couldn't you feed me a cherry that day? Instead, you almost put me in the hospital. But it's okay. It's okay. I forgive you, Ralph. Thanks, Jim. I can't wait to see the poster on Saturday night. I will be there. And to all my fans, don't worry. I will sign the poster <laughs> and take pictures. I will be there for you, my fans. So oh my just want to make that clear. Anyway, look forward to seeing you guys on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, I can't believe I'm not on the poster. Fucking hell. What the hell? Jesus. All right. God damn it. Here's a tongue twister. Right. Kiss my ass. It's, 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 okay. <laughs> it's not a tongue twister a at all. So he's going to have his own like private meet and greet next to ours. I'd be surprised if he doesn't print up his own posters. <laughs> Speaking of the poster, I'm going to debut the poster here for the four stars so they can see it. Cause we just got it. It's a great poster. Oh my God. You yeah. sent it to me the other night. I'm going to uh, unfurl this in front of the, uh, the four stars. No, I think I got it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm the thing. <laughs> it's the Podcastic Four. It's, it's awesome. a comic book cover of the pod Podcastic Four. And it's, of course, a spoof of the Fantastic Four. And it's me and you and Jen and Steve. <laughs> Steve being the hothead, of course, is the human torch. <laughs> you're the thing. And, by the way, you're crushing my blue Mustang in your hands. Perfect. I am the uh, leader of the uh, superhero team, of course, and then the lovely Queen Jay with her uh, with her magic down mm. there at the bottom. So, yeah, these are going to be available uh, exclusively at the live route. Really cool looking poster. Unless we don't go through them, and then I'll oh, yeah. do something else with them. But might thought, be my favorite one we've done. Or yeah, I didn't do them, but whoever uh, drew it. This is the work of uh, um, Jaden Miller. Jaden Miller. That's who, his first one he's done for us, right? Uh, first poster. Yeah, oh, yeah, but he did a bunch of other uh, yeah, comic, comic book, book covers, covers yeah. and stuff. So. Uh, when I thought we'd get a poster, I thought it'd be smart to reach out to Jaden. Yeah, so, Jaden, really thank cool. you so much for those. Uh, all right. As you know, we like to play some upbeat music for you each and every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call those our happy hits. And it sounds like Carola needs a little lift. Hmm. Hi, Ralph. It's Carola calling from L.A. Um, listen, I wish I wasn't so fucking unlucky in love all the time. Um, I need a happy hit. Uh, I got dumped for no reason the other day. Um, and I know, uh, that a lot of people are going through similar shit. Um, but I was broken up with because the guy I was dating, and I'm sorry, this is a direct quote, um, doesn't have time for independent women. What? Which is crazy and awful that I even gave a guy like that a chance. But I would like to hear Miss Independent because I know there's a lot of females in the Garmy who are making that money and don't let no man tell them what to do. I didn't see on the list, so hopefully it's on there. If you can play Miss Independent for me by Kelly Clarkson, I would be so grateful. I love the Garmy so much. I can't wait to see everybody at the end of January. Yay! LMB. 
We'll see you at the live show, Carola. Um, it doesn't even make any sense. That's weird. For guys say, I don't have time for independent women. What does that mean? If you don't have time, then an independent woman is exactly what you want because exactly. she's off doing her own stuff. Yeah. You don't have time for a woman that is going to be a codependent woman. You don't have time no, for her. They take up all your time. Exactly. <laughs> so this guy's not even logical with his breakupness. Uh, fucking dumb. And first of all, Carol is a doll. Yes. She's adorable. Yes. She couldn't be sweeter. Great cook. This guy, what? She makes cakes. She made me a birthday cake a couple years ago. Oh. Yeah, like a Apparently thin, you have a more intimate relationship with Carola well, than we no. know. She was Apparently you're eating her cake. I'm not eating. Yeah. Don't make it sound that way. You ate her cake. I don't like independent cakes. <laughs> you don't have time for independent cakes. I don't have time cakes. for independent cakes. I like dependent <laughs> cakes. <laughs> I didn't know she made you a cake. She made a birthday cake a couple years ago. Oh. I like one of those thin mint uh, Girl Scout cookie cakes. God damn, that sounds really good. good. Yeah, she's a great yeah. baker, I guess. Not a cook, You know what she made me uh, for my birthday? What? Zip. Oh. Nothing. Oh, wow. Nada. Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. You didn't like such independent women. Maybe. Maybe I don't have time for her. <laughs> Carol, I'm sorry he dumped you, hon. You'll do better. You, there's a guy out there who's, who's, who deserves yes. someone like you. For sure. In the meanwhile, here's your happy hit. Kelly Clarkson, Miss Independent. White girl from Texas, that Kelly Clarkskin. <laughs> Kelly Clarkskin. <laughs> Kelly Clarkskin. She wears jackets made out of dudes named Clark. All those independent Clarks. Kelly Clarkson can get funky. She's she a can. funky a little, little funky. gal. Thanks so much to everybody who called in. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but that can only happen if you call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. 
That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Roth Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Time now to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. You might be surprised to know, but every single day of the calendar year has multiple holidays associated with it. Not all of them are legitimate, however, so we break them out, uh, break them down into two different categories, holidays and holidays. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. Happy National Peanut Butter Day, everyone. Oh, God, fuck. I love peanut butter so much. I, it is literally oh. one of my favorite foods. Oh, you should make it then with that anger. You could just take <laughs> peanuts and just make peanut butter. It's so With your love of it. Good. Ah. I have been known. You haven't. In my weakest moments. What? You to haven't. eat a whole jar of peanut butter? No, oh. no. But I'll sit down with a spoon. I don't need peanut butter on bread. I don't need it on crackers. I don't need it on nothing. Mm. Just me and peanut butter wow. get along just fine. Okay. How do you do? I'm right. <laughs> I know oh, what to get you for Christmas next year. Yeah, I would be happy. Just get me a big jar of peanut butter. Mm. I'd go through it like it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, packed with vitamin E, B6, niacin, calcium, potassium, iron, protein, of course. A lot of protein. Rich with Healthy mono non-saturated no. fats. Mm -hmm. The best kind. All the kind. Early peanut butter was made by the Aztecs and the Incas Whoa. around 1000 BC. Oh. But uh, peanut butter as we know it today didn't become widely used until the 20th century. Believe it or not, peanut was considered more animal feed than human food until then. Hmm. People didn't start eating peanuts really till the beginning of the 20th century. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, the man you have to thank, however, for today's peanut butter is Joseph Rosefield. In 1922, through homogenization, Rosefield was able to keep peanut oil from separating from the peanut solids. So that's oh, so why stirred up every time. You don't have to do that, thanks Pain to this guy. And uh, next thing you know, he sold his idea to a company called Peter Pan, oh. and they started making their peanut butter. But this fucking guy's a genius. Because then he started his own peanut butter company. Yeah. A little thing called uh, Skippy Peanut Butter. Oh. And so the two remain rivals to this day. Where's Jiff? Where's Jiffy? <laughs> Jiffy's just out there alone? It's it's right there. But on the, like those on are the, the two one, Like those are the it's two the main shelf. ones. Jiffy's in there too, right? Peter Pan is pretty big. Bigger? I, I don't see Peter Pan as much as I see Jiffy and Skippy. It's not Jiffy. It's Jiff. Jiff peanut butter, J-I-F. I call it Jiffy. Don't call it that because it's wrong. Because it's Skippy and Jiffy. Right. Now, Skippy's one thing. Right. And then Jiff skip is a separate Jiff. thing. There's no, no, Skip isn't a thing either. It's Skippy and Jiff. Jiffy. <laughs> I like them. You eat uh, peanut butter much? I do. I don't, I don't do the spoon in oh, the jar. Yeah. I, could eat, I could eat peanut butter. No, I do that with Nutella. With I, a spoon? Yeah. I just sit there and just, I could That's just like fucking... Nutella. That's like chocolate and fucking nuts. amazing, but it's, it's fucking... too much. It's too sweet. No, it's what too are you much. insane? No, it's not. It's way too much. Nutella in a spoon? Come on, no. Mm. So happy peanut butter day, everyone. Uh, do yourself a favor if you haven't had it in a while. Go get yourself some peanut butter. Get a whole jar. Though. Get a whole jar That's of peanut insane. butter. Sit down, eat a whole jar of peanut butter, and then you won't poop for like a week. It just jams you up good. <laughs> you have to do a cross country drive. Eat a jar of peanut butter before you go. <laughs> It'll clog up your pipes and uh, you'll be good to go. You won't have to make as many stops. <laughs> Today's also International Day of Education. 
God damn it. Could we use that more than ever? We need education. It's crazy how education is not only taking a back seat in this country, but around the world. And now we're just a world of like, I heard it from a guy or I saw it on a YouTube oh. video or this, this guy who said this one thing at this bowling league I go to. So I'm going to believe that. I'm just going to believe it. Well, governments want dumber populations. That's true. They're easier to control. So do corporations, by corporations the way. Corporations are, well, that might say government. I mean, yeah, you mean corporation. It's, it's, it goes back to what I was saying earlier today about logic and reasoning and facts and telling the truth. All of those desperately important values that people used to covet, that yeah. used to, it was held in very high esteem. And now our big, it's, it's meaningless. It's hearsay and YouTube video. It's disturbing. They don't teach civics or government in high school anymore. That's the worst part. Yeah, it is. They don't know how the it's actual shame. government functions. But let me tell you something. Uh, educators are drowning. They yes. are, they're working in the worst conditions with minimal compensation, with minimal supplies. Overcrowded classrooms. Overcrowded classrooms. And the kind of kid that's coming into classrooms now it, I, I think it goes back to the parents, quite frankly. There's a lot of responsibility on the parents as well. Yeah. These kids are coming in yeah. feral. And, <laughs> and half of the job in schools is keeping kids from killing each other or the teachers. And parents have dropped the ball in the past 20, 30 years. Society in, in as a whole country. has failed the education system. And we failed the yeah. children, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Makes me sad. So, yeah, happy International Education Day. Today's also National Just Do It Day. Do it. Just do it. Do what? Just fucking do it. I don't Whatever know. it is. I need specific just, instructions. Just do it. Can't give me a broad parameter like that. Uh, Nike, of course, popularized the slogan Just Do It in their advertising campaign. But uh, this uh, this day says you should uh, you should take that and run with it. I don't Not, know don't make means. it just an advertising campaign. Use it as a call to action. How to the chief. Just do it. Just do it. Just yes, do it. exactly. I'll just do it. Just do it. I'm just gonna do it. I agree. It's Global Belly Laugh Day. Fuck you. Oh no. Global Belly Laugh. Come on, day. we all need a belly laugh. Yeah, but I just had one at Tongue Twister Tuesday. <laughs> you had it because you took my twenty dollars. <laughs> That's why you took it. <laughs> Shit, I know. Just do it. I know how to make you just do it. Just wave some Pay cash me. in front of your face. Paola, baby. Um. Yeah, these these days are stupid because you can't just oh it's belly laugh day so fucking belly laugh no something funny has to happen there's a cause and effect here I can't just belly laugh because you put it on my calendar then <laughs> I look like an asshole yeah true ah ha 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 it's your belly laugh yes <laughs> when it's fake when I'm not laughing at something genuine when I'm <laughs> celebrating <laughs> belly laugh day what are you laughing at I don't know it's belly laugh it's day fake belly laugh I don't like it. I like this one, though. Talk like a grizzled prospector day. Oh, yeah. Yes, concerned. I know when I get myself a mule and I go out to the mine, I'm digging for gold. And when I find it, some people are going to pay. That's right. They're all going to pay. He's a fucking psychotic prospector. <laughs> yes, he's got an axe to grind. Oh, he's, got a, he's definitely got an axe. And that's why he's digging for gold. Jesus, man. Because he's been treated poorly Someone by... stole his gold. He's been treated poorly his whole life. My and God. now he wants he wants to Fucking get wealth and power please. so he can get revenge. See, Eddie, I have whole stories Right, but he's like on. 80. What's he going to have power for? You don't know how old I am, consarnate. Look at you, you varmint. You're assuming I'm 80 just because I got no teeth. 
and all my hair is gray, my beard's gray. I'm 27. Wow. Stop drinking. It's a hard life in the mines. Sometimes I got to eat rocks. That's why you have no teeth. That's why I have no teeth. Yeah. Might not want to do that. I got, well, I get hungries. I get the hungries. Do you pass the rocks? I can't eat my, my trusted hound dog, Rufus. He's my only companion. And I can't eat my mule. That's how I get to town and back to get my supplies like cornstarch and cooking oil. For the rocks? <laughs> well, I, I bread them and I fry them up. It's still hard to eat, but they taste better in your mouth. Ah, okay. I roll them around. I suck off all the... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus, man. We got the prospector off. I don't. What? I suck off the bread. I don't need you. I, suck the I don't like you saying suck off. <laughs> I suck the breading off the rocks to get a little bit of flavor. Then I start chewing. Well, I used to. Now I just gum them. I just gum them. And then don't I spit them back out again. But as soon as I find that gold, and I find the main vein, everybody's going. <laughs> like this prospector. He's creepy as fuck. It's fucking sucking off rocks, looking Everybody's for the main Everybody's going to pay. Stop. I find the main vein <laughs> of gold, that okay, is. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, talk like a grizzled prospector yes, day. do that. So much done. Oh, and it happens on belly laugh day, see? <laughs> see, that works. It all comes together. You should do that before belly laugh day. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Fuck. Beer can appreciation day. Appreciate the beer can. Okay. Back on this day in 1935, beer was first sold in cans. Changed the way Americans drank beer. Mm. First of all, you could transport it more safely because glass bottles would break. Yeah. Cans don't. True. It would stay fresher longer because the tops of bottles, sometimes air would get into mm -hmm. them, but a beer can is hermetically sealed. Mm -hmm. You could get it cold quicker. Yeah. So many advantages to uh, beer cans. Yeah. Of course, back in the day, it tasted like ass because the metal would leach into the beer. So, aluminum poisoning? That wasn't ideal. <laughs> you used to have to open it with what they call a church key. You'd have to pop a hole in one side and pop a hole oh, in the other side. You had the old big can of Hawaiian punch, and you had to pop both, both sides. Same concept. Yeah. Then eventually, in 1963, the pool tab was invented. Oh, yeah. You'd rip the tab off, and if you were on the beach, you'd throw it in the sand, and a kid would come along and step on yeah, it and cut, his foot. cut yeah. their foot open and get stitches. So in 1975, they created the stay tab, mm. which is what we have today, where you just pop it up and then fold it back, and then uh, it cuts down on littering right. and cut feet. Cut feet. It's very Beer, bad. by the way, mm -hmm. paved the way to all other beverages that are served in cans. That was the first can Before beverage. Sodi pop or juice or anything else, beer, beer came first. How about that? So absolutely, we celebrate the beer can. It's National Compliment Day. Oh. You're a good-looking fella. I don't want it from you. Hey, I could use a partner while I'm no. digging in the mines. I don't. You look strong. I don't want you digging in the mines. Let me mine. feel your muscles. Nope. Let me see if don't you got some me. strength don't on you. Don't keep my rocks out of your mouth. Uh, you know what? If I had you, I wouldn't need the mule. I could eat I the mule. And I could that. ride you into town. You're not riding me at all. You could take me to the general store. Nope. Reach into my pickle barrel. Touch <laughs> your there's a clown down the hallway you should talk to. I think you guys would get along wonderfully. Maybe we give Jackpot the week off 
<laughs> and we have the old prospector come out if you're going to eat something, and maybe oh, he brings the fuck, food. I don't out. think I want to hear what he has to say. He needs the work. <laughs> Stay on my guys seat. eating rocks, Eddie. I'm, yeah, reaching the pickle barrels. All right. Mm -mm. And lastly, you know what we do? We find a food related to something uh, holiday related. Yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> we find a <laughs> We know what we're talking about. We find Just move forward. We find food. We've all been down this road. Related to a holiday. Uh-huh. And then we find out if Eddie Pence would eat right. that food or not. How, you may ask? Well... We have the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. Mm -hmm. We uh, talk about the food. Then we pull the handle of the slot machine with the real stop and they match. Jackpot. That means Eddie is eating the food. If they're mismatched, <laughs> then it means he won't eat the food. Mm -hmm. Or, of course, let's not forget, he might stick it up his ass and then pull it out. <laughs> Today's food, it's National Lobster Thermidor Day. Lobster Thermidor. Lobster Thermidor. We celebrate it on January 24th. This dish is 117 years mm. old. It is a French dish mm -hmm. of lobster meat that is cooked in a rich wine sauce, then stuffed back into the lobster shell, and then browned. The sauce is a mixture of egg yolks and brandy, such as cognac, and then it is served with an oven-browned cheese crust. One of the trademarks of the dish, of course, is that it's served in the lobster's tail. Lobster Thermidor, they believe, was a dish created for Napoleon Bonaparte, protagonist of the French Revolution and founder, of course, of the Republic of Frank, uh, France. Rather, It is said that Lobster Thermidor was prepared for Napoleon during the month of Thermidor. That's where it gets the name from. What's the month of Thermidor? Thermidor was a month from the French Republican calendar. Did you call him the protagonist of the French War? Did I? <laughs> you called him the protagonist. I called him the protagonist. Yes. Yeah. Isn't he the antagonist? No. Isn't he the bad guy? No. He Napoleon? He, he dominated the world for France. He was the good guy for France. He was well, the bad I guy guess. for the rest of the world. Yeah, he was the antagonist for no, the rest of the world. Not for the French. The French loved him, all of them? He he conquered shit for the French. And the French were all about that. But, uh, eventually, they sent him to Alba, the <laughs> island of Alba. Right. They, they, but they, at the time, he was their uh, conquering right. hero. Okay, all right. Fuck me. All right, I'm just... Saying, it's like saying Adolf Hitler was the protagonist for Germany. And, and for some Germans, he was. It's weird to say those things together. Napoleon was a was a conqueror. Okay, okay. For France. Fine. I'm sorry, I think he's a bad guy. Well, because you're My not bad. French. Back then, when you needed someone to be... A dick your guy. for everybody else. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. Okay, fine. He's the protagonist. This guy giving you problems? Oh, my God, no. I got a pickaxe that'll fix joking. his little red wagon. It's not a pickaxe. What a, we do is it's a penis we wait till he's sleeping. And we sleep, we sneak up on him, we pull back the burlap uh, sack nope. that's covering him, and we plunge the Stop, axe. you're not plunging anything. Right into his sphincter. And, wow. You've never seen wow. a man die so poorly as uh, when you jam a pickaxe up his asshole. God. Where was I? I don't the know. month of Thermidor. Thermidor. Yes, the month of Thermidor starts <sighs> from July 19th and lasts for 30 days until mid-August. So uh, Thermidor, meaning hot. Hot. It's month. the hot of the summer. Gotcha. In the French uh, Republican calendar. Okay. 
Boy, it's a long way to go for asking a guy whether he's going to eat a lobster dish or not. There's only one way for us to find out, however. we got to pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. Let's find out if Eddie's eating lobster thermidor or not. Here we go. One lobster, two lobsters, three. Oh, my God. Nope. It is Mm-mm. amazing. No. It is so rich. I don't like rich foods. And, uh, I don't like really rich foods. It's got it's got the cognac nope. and the creaminess. Nope. I like lobster. Just give me plain lobster. No, you gotta have. No, I don't want all the creaminess. I don't need it crammed back up in the shell. I don't need it rebaked inside the fucking. Shell. It's a. It's a. No, I don't need all that shit. It's one of the great French dishes. Okay, good for the French. It's lasted they can over have a it. century because Fine. everyone just adores it. Good for them. Great for them. And, like the, and their Walken. hero, Napoleon. Good. Good. For them. For them. They're eating it. I'm not. I'm not. So much. Don't like rich <laughs> foods. And you put it back in the tail. I'm lost. You're missing out, man. I'm not. I like lobster. I just don't need all that fancy Well, we're not doing it a bunch of money because it's an expensive oh, dish. Come on. Can we do uh, a live show? No. No. Come on. Oh, we, got li- we got stuff planned for uh, the live show. You folks going to be at the live show on Saturday night. We uh, we always blindfold Eddie and feed him a couple things. Yeah, and, that's uh, awful. We've got some good stuff coming Nightmare. Up. Don't, Don't sit in the front row if you're go. going. Oh, everybody will have a poncho in the front row. It'll be good. <laughs> well, what a disappointment yet, really. Not to be. Mm-mm. Not to be unexpected, I guess. That's it for today's holiday. Or holiday. I just realized we didn't do the introductions at the beginning of the show. Oh, dude. Can you imagine the emails? Your email box is full. Oh, my God. So is the voicemail box. I'm Ralph Garman. Let's go, motherfucking Mustang. Sitting here in the back cave with me is. Odegaard. Odegaard. Also called Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo ho, Eddie. There we go. All right, all right, it's right in the world. Now let's take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment we call the Show Biz Beat. Violent Night 2, no surprises, a sequel to the popular Christmas movie is already in the works. Not shocking. Did you finally see Violent Night? I did not Night? see it. Well, I got, didn't see it, it either. It got past the holiday season and I didn't want to watch it. The same problem I had. Yeah. I, I see it when I'm flipping around uh, on my streaming services and I go, well, I can't watch it now because yeah. it's a Christmas movie. I'm just going to wait till next, like, November, and then I'll watch it. Yeah, I think I have to wait too. Yeah. Uh, you know the film. David Harbour stars, of course, as Santa Claus who saves the day at a home in Connecticut. Some bad guys take over, and he comes in a la Die Hard yes. and starts killing people, which isn't exactly Santa's way. No, but, but it's different. Maybe it is. Anyway, they're working on a sequel, naturally, because the movie only cost $25 million to make. Oh, my God. And it made more than $100 million globally. Gotta make another one. They gotta make another one. As far as the plot, well, the writers and director of the film say, we left a lot of stuff on the floor (laughs) when it comes to Santa Claus mythology, the North Pole, Mrs. Claus, the elves. None of that was involved in this version. So So we're gonna really explore the Violent Night world. I think so. Good. The universe. The universe. Some universe building gonna be going on. Maybe terrorists attacked the North Pole this time. Somebody took the Easter Bunny hostage. (laughs) And Lee Majors has to show up. And (laughs) The night the reindeer died. That's right. The neighborhood has been renewed for season number six. The what? The neighborhood. What? 
The Neighborhood. Who, who's that one? Popular CBS sitcom. Oh, that's why. Starring CBS. Cedric the Entertainer. CBS. And Max Greenfield from New Girl. Okay. They're neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a, I've seen. I remember that show. I remember it now. I didn't know it's been on for five seasons. I didn't know it was still on. Well, apparently, it's doing very well in the ratings. Good for them. Uh, getting six point two million viewers per episode for uh, regular television. Yeah. That ain't too shabby. So, as you can understand, CBS eager to announce that today, the uh, hit comedy has been renewed. Pete Davidson has a new girlfriend, and they were vacationing over the past weekend. Uh, they're frolicking in the surf, and that's when a lot of people noticed scars all over Pete Davidson's body from where he had to remove tattoos that he dedicated to Kim Kardashian when he was going oh out with her. Oh, my God. How many did he get? Well, they know for sure, judging by the photographs of him uh, cavorting there in Hawaii, that he had one of Jasmine and Aladdin, which was the skit on SNL where they met and kissed for the first time. Oh That's God. been removed. Also, uh, one that said, my girl is a lawyer. That had to be lasered off. <laughs> the most difficult one, apparently, <laughs> was when he had the name Kim branded into his chest. That had to be surgically removed, apparently. So you can see a uh, faint scar visible there as well. So uh, multiple tattoos had to be surgically and uh, removed with a laser from his body after what, they what broke the up. What is fascination with him? I can't, I can't for the life of me get why he is the toast of the town when it comes to hot chicks. I don't get it. But the idea of him having things surgically removed and lasered <laughs> off his body will never not be enjoyable to me. So it all evens out the end. The Razzie Award nominations were released yesterday. The Razzie Awards. I like the Razzie Awards because mm -hmm. I think it's funny. And I also think, and a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't make fun of artists because they're just trying to do their best and it's cruel. And You know what? If these people can handle a night where everyone gives each other a handy and gives out awards right. and blows each other, they then they shot. can suck it up yeah. when some people take some shots at them too. Yeah. However, the big controversy is one of the nominees for Worst Actress is the girl who starred in Firestarter, the remake of the Stephen King yeah. book. And she's 12 years old. Oh, wow. And a lot of people are saying they've crossed the line. Yeah, I and I have it. to agree. I wouldn't do it to kids. You don't take a shot at a kid actor. No. That's not right. No. Here are uh, some of the nominees for uh, the Razzie Awards, which will be revealed on March 11th. They always do it the day before the Oscars. Worst picture, Blonde. That's the Marilyn Monroe picture with mm. Anna Armas okay. in it. Disney's Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that either. Good Morning, which apparently is a stoner comedy starring Machine Gun Kelly. What? He's an actor? Well, apparently he made a movie. I don't Ooh. know if he's an actor or Jesus. not. The King's Daughter. I don't even know what that is. Oh, no idea. And Morbius. Also, oh, I could see that. Nominated for Worst Picture. Black Adam should be in there, too. Worst Actor. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly for Good Morning. Pete Davidson, just his voice for Marmaduke. <laughs> Did they make a Marmaduke movie? Did they? I don't, I don't know. know. Tom Hanks as Geppetto in Disney's <laughs> Pinocchio. Jared Leto for Morbius and uh, Sylvester Stallone for The Samaritan. Uh, worst Actress, Dice, uh, not Dice, Bryce <laughs> Dice Dallas, Bryce. Dice, Bryce Dallas Howard for Jurassic Park Dominion. Oh, everybody should have nominated uh, Diane Keaton for Mac and Rita. Again, I don't even know. Kaya Skildelario for The King's Daughter. Alicia Silverstone for The Requiem. Don't know any of these no. films. 
Um, we're supporting actress Lorraine Bracco, her only her voice for Disney's Pinocchio. Mira Sorvino for Lamborghini, the man behind the legend. I don't know any of these. Films. What? We're supporting we're actor. We're familiar with the porn awards. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pete Davidson for his cameo in Good Morning. Tom Hanks for Elvis. Well, hmm. he made a choice in Elvis. He did. He it made was a bold. choice. It was bold and brave. In fact, uh, the worst screen couple they also do every year. One of the nominees is Tom Hanks and his latex-laden face and ludicrous accent in Elvis. So we'll know who's going to win soon. And M&M's going through a difficult time right now. Oh, why? They're in the middle of a culture war, Eddie Pence. Oh, no. That they didn't even know they were starting. Oh. I don't know if you know this or not, but it all started last year when they took the sexy M&M, the green M&M. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant the rapper M&M. No, M&M's. I was like, what's happening? The candy, the candy M&M's. 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 Oh, okay. M&M's. M&M's. Uh, last year, they yeah. took the green M&M. Right. And they uh, took her boots off. Okay. And they put sneakers on her. Okay. And a lot of people are upset. And somebody's mad at that? Very. Fuck everybody. Or fuck uh, all those people. Last year was a big deal. Apparently, it's happened again because Tucker Carlson went after M&Ms again. Fuck Tucker Carlson. Talking about the woke M&Ms. The green M&M got her boots back, which made Tucker uh, popular. <laughs> uh, happy, rather. Good. But is apparently now a lesbian, maybe? He asked his listeners. Plus, there's also a plus-size obese purple M&M. So? Well, it's not. It's She's not a plus-size obese purple M&M. She's a peanut M&M. So she's, she's rounder. She's shaped, she's shaped like a pear because right. she's a peanut M&M. That's what peanut M&Ms look like. All peanut M&Ms So he wants like an hourglass M&M? Tucker Carlson has a problem when the M&Ms stop being fuckable. When he stops being attracted to the M&M's. But the left are groomers. That's when he okay, has issues. He needs to have, he needs to need erotic thoughts okay. about his candy, Eddie. The other big change is that the brown M&M has, quote, transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels. Also less sexy. That's progress. M&M's will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. He doesn't want to have a drink with any of the M&M's anymore. The wants, who wants sexy fucking M&M's? <laughs> Tucker Carlson. You fucking moron. Tucker Carlson wants to fuck oh, M&M's. fuck that guy. And when they're not sexy. Jesus Christ. It's, it bothers him. Oh my God. He wants to fuck M&M's. So M&M's announced they are putting their uh, little spokespersons on an indefinite hiatus. To remove don't them from the culture war. Don't, no. And now Maya Rudolph will be the spokesperson for m and Don't fucking bow down to these morons. But Eddie, if you don't want to fuck the green M&M, how can you possibly eat God. a bag of M&Ms? Don't Jesus you understand how it works? People. You can't eat food you don't want to fuck. That's true. Especially the cartoon characters in the commercials. I don't want lobster thermidor. Burn my dick. Today's celebrity birthday is all these stars born on January 24th, starring with Aaron Neville. He's 82 years old today. If you want something to play with, go and find yourself a toy. <laughs> he's got big guns, though, man. Oh, he's huge. Fucking jack you up. And a mole on your face, on his face. Bigger than his arm. That could, you could swing on it. In a, on a hot summer's night, you could tie a swing to it and you could just yeah. relax with your loved one. It's a big mole. That's all I'm saying. 
Michael Antkeen from Twin Peaks played Sheriff Harry Truman, of course, mm-hmm. on that show. He was also in Slapshot. He was great. Man. Yes. 77 today. Comedian Yakov Smirnov. In my country, you don't watch television. Television watches you. What a country. Get a career out of He's that. still making a career know, out of it. I know. <laughs> Toilet paper in Russia is like books in Kentucky. Hard to find. I don't know what his jokes are. Probably one of the better ones. He is 72. He's got, you know where his big It's like in uh, Midwest somewhere. Branson, Missouri. Branson, Missouri. He's got his right. own theater yeah. there. Yeah. Packed. Heard about that. Every night. Sold out. Good for him. Natasha Kinski, 62 years old. Lovely actress. Phil Lamar, my buddy from Mad TV. And, of course, a spectacular voice actor as well. 56. Matthew Lillard from Scooby-Doo. She's all that. Is 53. Keyboardist and one of the founders of Squeeze, turned TV personality these days. Jules Holland is 65. I look to find her, but she gone. Goodbye, girl. Goodbye, girl. Goodbye, girl. Ed Helms from The Office is 49. Tatiana Ali from The Fresh Prince of Bel Air is 44. Carrie Coon. Most recently, I guess we saw her in the uh, new Ghostbusters mm-hmm. franchise. Played the mom in that. 42 years old. David Diggs from Blackish is 41. Misha Barton from the OC turns 37. And goddamn national treasure Neil Diamond, 82 years old today. Honey, sweet. I'm going to go out on the road with my Neil Diamond tribute you act. You should do a Neil Diamond thing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, shouldn't do anything. <laughs> Eddie lost interest in what he was I saying just, in the I middle could, of his sentence. I just bailed. Was you like, should do the thing. thing. I'm moving on. <laughs> We'd be okay forever in blue jeans, yeah. <laughs> That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. Well, it's Tuesday, and around here on Tuesdays, we turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. Oh, I like that one. You won't like this one, Eddie Pence. I won't? This TV show is historically remembered as one of the worst sitcoms in television history. As I mentioned, TV Guide ranked the series number 12 on their 50 worst shows of all time list. It is, it's sort of shorthand for an awful show. It was made fun of when it was on the air by the likes of Johnny Carson, and it was on NBC. It was his own network, and Carson would take shots at it. Well, it's appropriate for this year to okay. talk about this show. Hey, Ralph. Hey, Oliga Hoff, Jen, Steve, crew. Hey, uh, I got to thinking, uh, and of course, this is Travis T. Star from Arizona. Since we're in the month of Larry, or the year of Larry, um, for a TV Tunes Tuesday, there was an actual show on NBC called Hello, Larry. Now, it was a spinoff from Different Strokes, which starred McLean Stevenson. I was wondering if you happen to have the theme song 
to Hello Larry. We'll love to hear that for this year of Larry. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Hello, Larry was a show, as Travis mentioned, starring McLean Stevenson, who was on the white-hot popular smash hit TV series, MASH. Yeah. Played Colonel Henry Blake on that yeah. show. And at the height of its popularity, McLean Stevenson said, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I'm going to leave and go be a big TV star on my own. <laughs> I don't want to be part of an ensemble. I want to be number one. Right. And so he quit MASH. Mm. Not a good idea. Big mistake. Hello, Larry was his third sitcom in as many years after he left MASH. Wow. He had done two other failed sitcoms until they finally gave him the premise of Hello, Larry, where he played a radio talk show host, raising two teenage daughters on his own. The creators of the show, by the way, had successfully done a show called One Day at a Time about a mother raising two teenage daughters right. on her own. So they said, well, this is a slam dunk. We get McLean Stevenson, beloved from MASH. We make him a TV, a, a radio talk show host. This is going to be yeah, a slam gold. dunk. Uh, did not turn out to be hmm. that way. Known as one of the most poorly written, least funny sitcoms in history, Ooh. it immediately gained a reputation as being awful. Johnny Carson would use it as a punchline almost every night in his monologues <laughs> while it was on the air. They changed the premise of it mid-season. Huh? It went from being, oh, he's the, the wacky adventures of a uh, radio talk show host being focused as a workplace comedy. Right. I said, well, that's not working. So they took him home and spent most of the time with him interacting with those frustrating two like daughters. Like a single dad comedy. Exactly. Hmm. Also bad. <laughs> then, and Travis said it was a spinoff from Different Strokes. A lot of people think that, but it wasn't. When they had it in the time slot next to Different Strokes, yeah. which was a hit, yeah. they did a crossover episode in hoping that just to try to pull some audience. Some of the audience would accidentally <laughs> stumble, TV on. stumble over to Hello Larry. <laughs> and so uh, they did an episode or two where uh, McLean Stevenson and Conrad Bain played old army buddies together, but wow. it, it didn't help. The theme song is laughably bad. It sounds like a parody of sitcom theme songs, <laughs> just as bad as the show itself. But in this year of Larry, how appropriate that we salute one of the worst TV shows of all time. Here's the TV theme from Hello, Larry. Well, hello, Larry. Hello, Larry. You talk to people all day for a living. Hello, Larry. But all those easy answers you are giving. Calls are coming in. You better start to grin. Wow. Because you never know what they're going to say, Larry. They really crammed in the radio show host and the single <laughs> All dad, the plots like of the show into that song. Jam-packed. Wow. Into a minute of pure shit. That's hot. It's really awful. Mm. But it's the year Larry, so we had to take a look <laughs> at it on today's TV Tunes Tuesday.
Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. Oh, I like that one. That's it for today's show, kids. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. If I were you, I'd come back tomorrow. Yeah, you should. Because Steve Ashton's going to be around. We love Steve, and we love having him on the show. UK update tomorrow. Also, it's a Wednesday, so that means... um, Okay. Come on. Even the prospector knows. Jesus. I don't think he does. I think he does. Do you know what we do on Wednesdays, old man? Well, of course I do. Every Wednesday. I didn't want to start this. Every... I don't want to. Every Wednesday. Oh, no. You go down to the cactus patch. That's not what I wanted. You take, you got to take your pants down. Oh, God. Jesus. And you rub your butt up against the cactus. One hit cactus. wonder. We do one hit wonder. Well, that's not what I was going to say. We, that's what we do. How do you get the crust out of your crack? I don't need that. You don't go down to the cactus. Nope. Got to use the cactus okay, needles like uh, toothpicks for your butt. Can we get Ralph back? All right. Hey, there, he wants you back. I'm sorry, what did I miss? One hit wonder. You got that right! We'll take a look at a smash hit song and the artist who created it, never quite able to reach that level of success again. <laughs> what was he saying? He I, you don't even want to know. All you right. don't want to know. I think he does want to know. No, he does not. Go back in there with the clown. Comes in pretty handy. Ugh. Why is this guy wearing a clown costume? <laughs> You'll find out. Shut the door. Yeah, shut the door. <laughs> That's it for today's show, kids. We'll talk to you tomorrow, but in order for you to come back, you got to take care of you. Stay good in the hood. Because life is... Oh, I'm not supposed to say that part. <laughs> because... Life is life. Yeah, I got a thing for that. You jumped his line, I man. I did. I didn't mean to step on it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, as always, please know this to be a fact. Wow. I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha, so ha, ha, I got it, ha ha, bye bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, Menon. Goodbye, everybody. Be good to your mules. <laughs>